Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KPRC 2 Plus Sports Podcast. Great to have you with us. Randy McElvoy, sports director here at KPRC 2, alongside sports anchor, sports reporter from KPRC 2, Chancellor Johnson. Hey, we are venturing into new territory here. We are really happy to launch this podcast. We always have some scorching hot takes and just some (laughs) great information to share as well. We can't wait to share with all of our insiders at KPRC 2 Plus. Man, it is a really busy time, uh, Chancellor. We're hitting, we're in July now. We're just weeks away from football camps. We've got the Astros right now. Uh, about to hit the all-star break and you know doing the damage they're doing right now in the AO West. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. But uh, today, at least on this first one, we're going to have fun talking some Rockets. And here in a few minutes, a little bit of our conversation with Rockets head coach uh, Stephen Silas. The person that everybody's talking about the most out of this, these, these rookies is Tari Eason, the really? number 17 pick. He's been special he to start off. And then uh, late in the first round, Ty Ty Washington Jr. So far, Rafael Stone, it's, look, it's Summer League, right? Summer right. League is Summer League. You don't want to have too many overreactions. But all three have been have looked the part so far in uh, this early part of this uh, NBA offseason. Yeah, you, you get your first look post-college on, okay, what can these guys do? Because... I wasn't really a Chet Holmer and fan. I mean, I know he had a great career at Gonzaga, but I just look at him. It's like, man, that guy needs to eat about eight or ten hamburgers and, and, and add about thirty pounds, and maybe he will. But uh, we'll see how he holds up. But man, I really like this Jabari Smith Jr. pick by the Rockets. Yeah, absolutely. Now, to be fair, early on in his first couple of games, he didn't shoot the ball well. But to me, what stood out is even offensively when he didn't have it working, defensively he was amazing. You saw what. Uh, what everybody really liked about him offensively, and that's his jumper. Now, once again, he didn't shoot it well, but you can tell he has a pretty stroke, and over time, that shot will come, and I'm excited to see him. When you see him with the rest of the main guys, the Jalen mm-hmm. Greens, mm-hmm. the Kevin Porter Juniors, and Alfred and Shangoon, I think he'll look great, and I think and I'm sure you'll talk about it, um, and you, you have talked about it with Steven Salas, but defensively, how much better the Rockets will be, I think that'll start yeah. with Jabari Smith next year. Well, I mean, defense was not their specialty. I mean, they struggled. If you look at the, the, the rankings in the NBA last year, defensively right there towards the bottom, they may have been at the bottom. I'm, I'm, you know, they showed flashes, but overall, this team hurt defensively, and, and that had to be you know, on the mind of Rafael Stone and, and Steven Silas. Like, how can we improve these, you know, the guys we have and what newcomers can we get to, to improve this defense? But it starts there. The youth is one thing, but it's like, come on, guys. You got to play defense. <laughs> you got to play defense. Yeah. And, and you got to want to play defense. You, you have to want, and that's part. That's yeah. half of the battle when it comes uh, to defense there. But not only Jabari Smith Jr., but Tari Eason, there's actually a moment in game number one when they were mm-hmm. playing the Orlando Magic with Paolo Bancaro where Tari Eason is guarding Bancaro. Jabari Smith Jr. walks over and says, hey, I got him. And, and Tari Eason's like, no, let me have him. So these guys want to play defense. I love that. So it's yeah. like when you have guys arguing who wants to guard the best player, that yeah. will take a, a the right step in the right direction moving forward towards the next year. And, mm-hmm. and look, it's going to be a young team um, next year, and they'll have to grow together. There will be some growing pains, but I'm excited yeah. to see the Rockets kind of round into form. Start taking steps in the right direction. You can't get it overnight and in one off season, but as long as you're you're projecting that direction, uh, I think that's what Steven Silas wants. And frankly. I think it's what Steven Silas needs. I mean, he needs mm-hmm. to show, and I, I'm a firm believer that Silas is the guy. Mm-hmm. I think he brings everything. He's had to deal with a lot yes, these first absolutely. couple of years. You've got to give him time for these kids to grow up. Yeah, to, to your first point about wanting to, wanting to see progress, I think Tillman Fertitta just heard your comments, stood up, and gave you a standing <laughs> ovation. He wants to see the same thing. Yeah, Love the attitude. Love what we're seeing so far. 
uh, in this first several days of the uh, Summer League out in Las Vegas. It will continue now with a couple more games for the Rockets. Hey, right now we want to get to, uh, you know, he's been out in Vegas. We're talking about <laughs> Living Steven Silas. <laughs> uh, checking things out there. Uh, he's been in a crowd. He's been interviewed on some of the broadcasts as well. And uh, we had a, had a chance uh, this week to uh, spend just a few minutes, not a long time. He's a busy guy out there. But with the head coach, Steven Silas, here's a little bit of our conversation. With the head coach himself, Stephen Silas, checking in from Vegas. Uh, Stephen, good to see you, man. I know it has been a busy offseason for all you guys, especially since summer league play began there in Las Vegas. You're, you're getting an up-close look at some of your new guys and the veteran there as well. As a coach, you've got to be really happy about that. Yeah, I'm really happy. I mean, usually you have a few guys come in as far as the vets and then you're evaluating the rookies and uh, the other guys who are on the team or the second year players. We have a few second year players on the, on the summer league team, but we've had the whole roster here in Las Vegas for majority of the time. So it's been really, really good to, to spend time with the whole group, not just the young guys. Uh, I know a lot of fans would be interested in you and I we're, we're talking as well about since the season ended, People will think, oh, they're on break. They're doing this and that. I mean, the work never stops, does it? Especially for you and your coaching staff because these guys have been cycling in here to the workouts here in Houston as well and uh, keeping you guys very busy. Yeah, I don't think there's been a day. Maybe there was like a week after the season, but there hasn't been a day during the summer that we haven't had at least probably two the minimum of two players at the Toyota Center. So it's been really, really good. We've had certain windows where we've had 12, 13, 14 guys in Toyota Center, and then uh, it can die down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we've had guys in the gym all summer long, whether it's, you know, the younger guys with Jay Sean Tate and uh, Scoot and Jalen or the older guys like uh, Eric Gordon's been in every day. So and he's here yeah. in Vegas um, the whole time. So it's it's been really, really good. What message does that send not only you and your staff, but just the, the organization and fan base? These vets are out there. They're wanting to put in the work in Las Vegas while the rookies and the, the summer league plays in action as well. But here they are. They could be relaxing somewhere, but they're there working. They want to work. They want to improve, and they want to keep the, the direction of this organization going uh, in an upward way. Yeah, you hit it on the head. I mean, it, it, it speaks a lot to the culture that we're establishing here. It speaks a lot to the people that we have as far as the players for sure, but also the staff, because we spend so much time together during the regular season. You usually do get a little bit of a break from each other during the summertime, but we enjoy each other. We enjoy each other's company, but they also trust us that we can help them get better. And uh, we are very much about improvement and having these guys in all summer long, we've gotten a lot of work done to where they've really been improving their individual game, mm -hmm. their bodies, um, and a lot of like connectivity as far as them off the court. So it's been good to, to see that they're so committed to our organization, to our coaching staff, and to the to the uh, Rockets fans for sure. Tell me a little bit about what you've been seeing out there in Las Vegas, up close and personal, with some of these summer league games, and and, and watching uh, Jabari, uh, Atari, Ty Ty, and a lot of these other guys. But fans are really excited, especially about these three guys you got in the first round. What have you seen from them in summer league play that excites you the most? 
Yeah, I mean, people should be excited about our young guys. Um, starting with Jabari, he is when you you don't really get a feel for how tall he is until you're next to him but he is tall and long and skilled and has a little bit of an edge to him which i love which is great um and he's a two-way player he's not just a shooter he's not just an offensive player he really gets after it on the defensive end and tries and competes and uh that's special to have especially from such a young young kid and then tari eason is very much very similar in that he's a two-way player really gets after it on the defensive end uses his defense to create offense for him as far as getting out in transition and then he's shown some ability to drive the ball into the paint and finish and the other thing that I wasn't you know you only see so much but uh the rebounding part from from Tari has been really really fun to see and that's something that usually Mm -hmm. can carry over from summer league to regular season and then Ty Ty he just knows how to play uh, both ends of the floor he's in the right spots he's getting guys organized today we were talking about his communication he's like yeah I just need to talk more and I was like, well, you need to learn what to say first and then <laughs> and then you can talk more. But that's a great attitude for him because he's not thinking about himself. He's thinking about helping his teammates. So, yeah, those three guys uh, have, have been really fun to watch in, in summer league. When you're watching these, Stephen, do you already, even though we're here in a summer league, do you start envisioning, okay, well, I can pair maybe Jabari with Shingun and, you know, start, start circulating in your mind some uh, possible combinations that could work for you this season? Absolutely. It's been torture sitting on the <laughs> side because I'm so used to being in the mix. Yeah. But um, I, I, I'm letting my assistant coaches do their thing. And, and this is an opportunity for them, especially Rick Higgins, who's coaching the team, to learn and grow and and, and uh, have an opportunity to be the head coach and make mistakes, but mm-hmm. also make some really good plays and, and uh, do some good things for the for the group. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been really hard sitting over there <laughs> during the games. But I do to answer your question, I do see a lot of things that we can do with this group, especially defensively, because it's all yeah. three guys. And then Josh Christopher, who's played well in the summer league. Um those guys can really get after it on the defensive end. And that's the thing I've been harping on since the end of last season as far as our improvement defensively. And a lot of it can be scheme and all the tape study I've been doing this this summer. But it, it usually is the who, and we have the who now. That's great. It's very exciting. Hey, I want to ask you, uh, Stephen, uh, you got two years under your belt as a head coach going into season three now you, you took over during the COVID year that was a crazy season you had a bunch of young guys last year what have you learned most about yourself in these first two years uh, as a head coach that you feel like you're going to carry now into year three and from that regard just as you can continue to say this you know setting that culture and the expectations with your guys yeah, well, there's a couple of things. Being a head coach is very different than being an assistant coach, <laughs> which I was for 20 years. There's just so much more, and and you're really thinking so much more big picture. And uh, I have a tendency of looking at the details and and making sure that every T is crossed and every I is dotted. And, and there's times where you have to really pull back and think about, you know, 
the group as a whole and the staff and mm-hmm. the communication between the assistant coaches and the players and the assistant coaches and the staff and and um, working with Rafael and his group. So there's just a lot more to it. And, and carrying that forward, making sure that there's a togetherness with, within everybody in our organization where they feel invested, but also understand where, we, where we're at as a group where we're really, really con- thinking about improvement and playing hard and putting out a, a good product for the fans to enjoy so that when it's time for us to knock on the door of the playoffs or win a playoff series and even further the the um foundation is set for that so yep. right now it's setting a foundation it has been a kind of crazy last couple of years but um i'm i'm couldn't be happier than to be the head coach of the Houston Rockets, and I'm really looking forward to this coming year for sure and the future. You feel like you're growing a lot, uh, even though you got to have, what, 20 years on the bench and, and being around the game, you, you're learning from your dad and all that brought, but do you feel like in the self-assessment you've learned so much uh, of what it takes to be a head coach? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you can't help but, but learn when you're, you're thrown into the fire. And mm-hmm. obviously, we've had a lot of change since I've been here. So dealing with change, dealing with adversity has definitely like sped up the learning curve for me. And uh, it's been a really, really good experience. But like I was saying earlier, it is so much about the people, the people you're working with, right. Rafael, Patrick. Tillman mm-hmm. uh, and then the players and making sure that we're all on the same page and being that person who can kind of make it easy for everybody. So, uh, yeah, I've learned a ton tactically. I've learned a ton as far as myself and my ability to, to fight through adversity mm-hmm. and bring people together through adversity. And uh, hopefully that continues. Before we let you go, you've been hanging out in Vegas. Uh, you probably love that 115 degree heat out there, right? You probably staying indoors as much as possible, or what? <laughs> yes, it's so hot outside, but it's freezing inside. So, so I have long sleeves on now because I'm inside, and then outside it's 111 degrees. <laughs> but we're enjoying our time here. We've had yeah. some team dinners, which have been enjoyable, and uh, spending time in the meal room downstairs, just chopping it up with the players and the staff it's it's gone quickly and, and uh it should be a, an exciting finish to summer league for us absolutely hey steven we really appreciate the time uh enjoy the rest of the off season i don't i know you don't have a lot of free time get a little break and <laughs> hey we're gonna blink and before we know it, it's gonna be camp time it's in time for another season but always enjoy the conversation talking some rockets basketball with you thank you so much all right, great conversation with head coach Steven Silas. Thanks uh, to Rockets, uh, head of PR, Tracy Hughes, for uh, making that happen as well. But I know he's been enjoying watching these guys and watching some of these guys on the other teams as well that he knows he's going to have to prepare <laughs> for uh, when this season gets going coming up in November. Man, it's hard to believe. It's gonna We're going to blink and it's going to be here. Yeah, clearly Steve. he's enjoying himself on, on a little bit of a vacation as yeah. well, too. But, of course, the talks is hoops there and how he wants to see the team get better. Yeah. Obviously, you guys talk defense as well. He's high on the guys with, like, Jabari Smith Jr. Tar East and Ty Ty Washington Jr. Mm-hmm. And so am I. You will see myself, you'll see Chancellor, you'll see Ari off and on during the course each and every week. We'll mix it up a little bit and uh, we'll have guests and all that kind of good stuff. So make sure you make it appointment viewing on KPRC2 Plus and click2houston.com. Thanks for checking out first podcast here on KPRC2 Plus. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. Good stuff.